Welcome to Disney My Way, your home for all things Disney. Here's your hosts, Lane and Cheyenne. Hello everyone and welcome to Disney My Way, episode 23. We are so excited to be back. I'm Lane Vivkoven. And I'm Cheyenne Taylor. And oh my goodness, Cheyenne, I don't know about you, but I have missed actually sitting down and recording the podcast. Like I was just feeling like I was having some major just, I don't know, withdrawals maybe or something like that of just wanting to get back and get on the microphone and record. So I'm excited to be back here for our first episode in 2021. How are you feeling? I'm I'm feeling good. You know, I'm not putting any pressure on 2021. You know, my God's got this. Like, that's my whole, that's my feeling for this whole year. But I'm really excited that we're back and we have so many fun things planned for this year around the podcast and just in life. And so I'm really optimistic. I think this is going to be a great year, but I know this is going to be a great episode. Yes, absolutely. This is going to be a lot of fun and hopefully... You know, we just all kind of do what the memes have said and we just quietly walk into 2021. We just don't touch anything. We just be good and we just, <laughs> we just do what we're supposed to do and just and just not do anything crazy, which although I know the world right now is kind of in a crazy spot, but let's just try to do our best to keep things floating just about as normal as we can for right now. But Cheyenne, you're absolutely right. Some exciting things to talk about. But before we get into that today, Cheyenne, I want to know what you did for the holidays, how you celebrated the new year. Did you do anything Disney related while you were on break? While we were on our little break, um, I finished The Mandalorian. So I watched I watched a lot of Disney Plus, but specifically I watched The Mandalorian. Lane, did you get to finish it? I did. Okay. Spoiler alert, I cried. A it lot. was really good. <laughs> it was just really good. And there was just so many beautiful, like they had that um, Investor's Day or whatever. And so I was just going through Twitter and Instagram, like looking at all these new shows that they're going to have. Like over the break, I was kind of diving more deeply into them. And I'm just so excited. Like it's just going to be such a good time for Star Wars specifically, but I feel like everything's really good. But yeah, I stayed in the house. I didn't go anywhere. I worked. Um, yeah, I'm pretty boring, but I did get to watch The Mandalorian. That was really exciting. What'd you do? Hey, look, there's nothing wrong with that because that is pretty similar to what I did as well. I went back to Tennessee for Christmas. Hung you out watched with- TV, but in a different area yes i watched tv you just had a more scenic view i watched tv at a different house and so (laughs) and so that was so that was fun um and of course we were close to nashville when the whole nashville bombing happened (gasps) i didn't even think about that yeah and so we were without our internet for a couple days so that made things really interesting because you know my parents stream everything they don't have cable anymore and so Without being able to stream, we really had to kind of, you know, try to think of other things to do during that time. And of course, our cell phone service was Verizon, so we could at least call people and text people if we needed to. But we sat down and actually had a bit of a throwback Disney movie marathon, you know, because obviously my mom, being the queen of all things Disney, so to speak, we have a ton of Disney movies. The OG Disney Plus is what I like to call it. And so we just picked out a few movies. We watched those while we could. And then I just enjoyed some time just not having to work or do anything like that. You know, just really spent time with the family. Then I flew back just kind of like you said, Cheyenne, I could just kind of decided to stay in the house, be safe for New Year's and just make sure I didn't have any symptoms. So I could go back to work that weekend um, at the church and then just did some other things that I kind of wanted to do, which was like watch soul on Disney plus. That was okay. I've heard amazing things, but I'm too scared to watch it because obviously I'm a crybaby, and everything I've seen has been like, Oh, you're going to cry. And so I can't bring myself to watch it yet. So I will say this very, very good movie. 
definitely think it's more aimed towards adult audiences. I, I don't think kids necessarily will grasp everything. We can do a full review of that if somebody wants to. But I will say this. I didn't really get as emotional during it as I kind of expected. Because I saw the same things you did. Read everybody was just like, my goodness, it's a sob fest watching Soul over here and all that. But to be honest with you, I mean, there were some times I was like, oh, well, that's really sweet. Or like, oh, well, that's super cute. But I just didn't get into the emotions like the same way that I have with a lot of these past Disney and Pixar films of late. So maybe that'll encourage you to watch it because I, I mean, and I'm not just some stoic person all the time, you know, just super serious. I, you know, I'll admit sometimes those guys at Pixar, they get me pretty good. With I don't know what it is about Pixar. Pixar woke up and decided, you know what? I'm going to make these groundbreaking films, but disguise them as just like animated cartoon kids movies. Yeah. They're just so good. No, and they are really good. And Soul is really good and worth watching, but I definitely didn't get as emotional as I did, for instance, watching Onward. So if that makes, if that gives you any kind of reference there, Onward hit me, I think a lot harder than, than Soul did. So, but it was still a very, very good movie. Definitely should check it out. And then I also watched Godmothered during the break, just because that was a movie that had come out that I hadn't yet checked out. So decided to give that a look and it was okay. You know, I don't know if it's one that I'm going to watch over and over again, but it was a pretty, pretty solid, just kind of a throw on a movie type of, you know, film to watch. So but I would definitely say try it out once. But Cheyenne, did you watch any movies or anything during town or just Mandalorian? Were you just I'm not, Mandalorian? I'm not a big movie person. I don't know why. I guess because I need that emotional attachment of like watching a series. Um, Makes sense. But obviously I watched like Home Alone and like all those Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, but there wasn't anything that really like I didn't watch anything new. I just watched like the old classics. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But of course, this episode is all about things that are going to be new. And this year, the the future, yes, the future is always, always out there for us to explore and to find new things. And for the podcast, especially Cheyenne, we have some things that we are hoping to add and and maybe change just a little bit just so that way we can continue to grow and evolve we don't want to stay still it was walt disney who famously quoted disneyland will never be completed it will continue to grow as long as there is imagination left in the world and that's a quote that i think about a lot when i'm thinking about things that i want to do or just dreams that i have it's like as long as there's still ideas behind it there's always places to go with that. And so we've sent out a survey on our social media and we've gotten back a lot of good response from that. And if you want to take it, go ahead. Like we're not going to really close the door on that anytime soon. We want you guys to be invested and we want to know what you guys want to hear. You know, me and Cheyenne have plenty of ideas for things that we're interested in that we want to talk about. Well, we want to talk about things that you guys are interested in as well. If we're just talking shop about something only we really care about, and you guys don't really want to hear that, then it's not going to be fun for us to sit there knowing nobody wants to listen to that. But Cheyenne, do you have anything that we maybe discussed through our listener survey that you're excited to add to the podcast or change up? I just, I mean, I love when people reach out and they try and like, you know, they give their opinion because I love giving my opinion and if I'm going to listen to something and I'm going to devote my time to something, I want it to be something I enjoy. I sat through 12 years of school listening to stuff that I didn't care about. Now's the time for me to listen to stuff I do. Um, hot take for the day. So I don't know. I think the one thing that really stuck out when we were having our pre-show discussion was the Q- the idea of Q&As. Because I love that. I love getting direct questions and people 
having questions, whether that be about our experiences or us as ourselves as people or just Disney in general. Um, I think that's really exciting to be able to engage and not us just be voices behind a microphone and like voices in your headphones, but to realize that we're real people like with real families that go to this and we truly do love this and we love doing this. Um, and so I think that it's being able to show like that part of our personality and like why we love Disney so much is really cool. Yeah. I think that's going to be a great addition to have. And so if you guys aren't following us on social media or on our YouTube channel, go ahead and check us out. Give us a follow, subscribe to our YouTube channel. So that way you can be involved in those conversations like Shane said, and just get to know us a little bit. Look, we're not just going to pick a topic and talk about it every week. So if you feel like you don't know as much about Disney or whatever, as somebody else who's maybe listening, don't feel that pressure. Just hop on, join us. Let's just talk about things that are going on, you know, things that you're doing that you think are interesting and all that. We'd love to know what our listeners are into. And so I think the Q and A's are going to be great. Also very excited about things that we're going to be adding to our Patreon channel. So we know we've asked you guys in the past to support through Patreon, but we haven't really had anything to back that up. So here are some new things that we're going to be adding through Patreon that maybe we'll hopefully get you guys to want to maybe check it out a little bit and be interested in it. And so with our Patreon, we're going to start adding some different food review episodes as well as resort review episodes. So in our survey, we got some feedback about that. And you guys are interested in hearing what we have to say about some of the food that's at Disney and some of the resorts that are Disney and our opinions on that. So if you subscribe to our Patreon page, and again, that can be just as little as a dollar. That's all we really are even asking for here. We'll take pretty much whatever you feel like you're willing to give to hear our content. And we're going to be giving you guys extra episodes every month. And we'll dive into food reviews. We'll dive into resort reviews. And that way you guys can kind of learn some more about stuff that's on Disney property. And then we'll also add in every now and again some movie reviews with my friend Emily, who's been on a past episode before we'll do some more dives with that so yes some guest stars absolutely and we'll bring on some other friends too um who know some about disney probably my mom disney dana will jump on several times to help out with that so if you guys are interested in that though give us a you know chance on the patreon page you know like we said it's only really going to ever cost you a dollar if that. And so we hope you guys if will. You, if you give more, I will personally call you and sing you Disney lullabies for you to sleep or to use as your ringtone either way. So subscribe to the Patreon and I will sing you lullabies. So we might edit that part out. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I don't want to turn people away. <laughs> How dare you? But, but we do really hope that some of this new content that we're putting out on Patreon will encourage you guys to to come on. And look, like we said, all this is really going towards is just the cost of running the podcast. That's, I mean, we're not using right. it to buy tickets. We're not using it to go out and, you know, eat expensive food at Disney or anything like that. All this really is, is just a way to help support us to produce the podcast. That's really and truly all it is for. And to go along with that, just some other ways you can consider, you know, supporting us. We're also thinking about adding a store. We've talked about that several times and we're going to try to get the ball rolling on that because you guys in the survey said you would really enjoy some Disney My Way merchandise. And so we'll have some different things that we're going to work on, get in the lab, so to speak, and try to make. So be on the lookout for those things too. But yeah, we hope you guys are interested in that and want to invest in that. Shine, do you have anything else you want to add before we move forward here? No, I mean, I think you summed it all up pretty well. Obviously we love doing this podcast. We love all of our listeners. We think we're all part of the Disney my way crew or the Disney my way family. And so again, we're just super grateful that you guys are sticking with us for another year. Yes, we are so excited. And hopefully in 2021, we'll get to return to the Disney parks a couple times as well and experience all the fun things that they will have going on. So now we're going to enter our Disney park preview for 2021. So here's how this is going to kind of, 
I'll say loosely work. We have some Disney news that we'll cover during this segment, but we also have some kind of broader questions that we're going to get me and Cheyenne's opinion on, on what we think is going to happen in Disney for 2021 and see maybe where we're going to be heading in this new year. Because Cheyenne, to be honest, there was a lot of Disney news that happened while we were gone and it's way too much just to cover in one segment. So hopefully this is a way to kind of condense that a little bit, but some things and Cheyenne, maybe this is something we can start with here is obviously Disney's capacity has been really, really different. And we've started to see them do some different things like try to up the capacity on rides. I've seen Mount Everest has started to add more people because the seats have higher backs on them, which means you're not as likely to really come in contact, especially if you're wearing your mask to infect somebody in front of you because the seat is kind of covering the path that, you know, germs could spread. And then like on rides like Avatar, Flight of Passage, they're upping the amount of people who can be in the room. They're adding a lot more plexiglass to all of the different rides that maybe they can put those things on to protect you a little bit more. So Cheyenne, let's start with this. And you can go first on on this one. When we think about Disney in 2021, we know capacity's been down. It's been lower. Do we think it will ever kind of get back to the way it was previously, at least in 2021? I really, I kind of don't want it to go back. Like, obviously, I don't want the global pandemic and like the overrunning hospitals and all that kind of stuff and the masks and all that. But I do really like the um, the spacing, the limited capacity, like not having to feel like you're running and rushing and like people are all hot and sweaty pressed in. Like, especially, I think one thing that we've mentioned was the Muppet Vision queue, like where you're all just in that room. Like we used to stand so close to each other and everybody was so stinky. But now like you have a little bit of that room to breathe. And so um, I'm not sure if we're ever going to get back to quote unquote normal, but maybe a new normal is what we're going to have to be flexible and realize like as Disney starts to open back up and they up capacity and then they say, okay, like we're going to open this now, or we're going to take down this plexiglass. Like maybe things will get back to a way that they used to be. But earlier Trent and I were talking about um, all of the new rides and like how he loves roller coasters. So he's super excited for like, Guardians of the Galaxy and Universal's new Jurassic Park, like Raptor ride or whatever it's called. But um, I just, I don't know. Like all of that stuff is now set to open in 2022. And so I think everybody's just kind of pushing stuff back for a year just to be safe. Yeah. And I definitely think having the vaccine starting to come out now, a little bit and we'll see kind of how that develops and see if it's actually going to work against this and see if it becomes a little bit more widely available. I think that will help in some ways to maybe make Disney feel a little bit more comfortable up in capacity. Obviously for those of us who have been to the parks, like you said, Cheyenne, when it's been at its utmost, you know, super crowded times, you know, it is very nice to be able to actually breathe and spread out. And, and I kind of think that won't go away. I think even once I do up capacity, I think trying not to pack everybody in on top of each other will no longer be kind of a thing, or at least that's something maybe I'm hoping for that will never happen again. But I definitely think you're going to see the park pass or the park reservation system stay in place for probably, if not, all of this year. I don't see that going away anytime soon. I think you're going to keep that. I think you're going to see some people start to return more and more. Um, I'm going to be interested to see if they add eventually new annual passes or maybe if they rebrand the annual pass, how that's going to sell and if people want to take advantage of that or not. You know, I think when it comes to capacity, it's going to be really strange to see how that all works. And of course, it's going to depend on the state of the virus. I mean, it really is. I mean, I don't see 
Disney World at least necessarily shutting down again at any point. I think they're up and running. And I think with Florida not being as strict as like California is with their COVID guidelines, I think we won't necessarily see another closure from Disney World. At least that's probably another thing on my wish list that we don't see that. But I think capacity won't get back to normal this year, but I think we will see it increase by the time we get into the later part of this year, because in the later part of this year will be the 50th anniversary. And so we'll transition into this Cheyenne. This is a big year for Disney. This is going to be the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney world. Arguably maybe outside of Disneyland, and it, I mean, it could be number one too. It's probably the most popular of the Disney parks. And I know, oh, I know Disneyland diehards. And look, I love Disneyland. I've been out there a few times. It is great. But I think when you're thinking about just in a world sense, there's so many more people that I think that travel to Walt Disney World rather than Disneyland in a single year on an on an average year where we're not dealing with a global pandemic. But thinking about that. I don't know. The 50th anniversary is just going to be, I think, so much different than I think we anticipated it was going to look like. But do you have thoughts on that? That could possibly be why Disney World is not shutting down again. Um, That could also be, like, obviously, I don't want to say the end goal, but what we're currently, what Disney is currently shooting for is for this 50th anniversary. That's the next big thing that's happening. Um, Like, you know, a couple years ago, it was Galaxy's Edge opening up. And like, that's what everybody was looking forward to. And now it's the 50th. And so I feel like that's why they're being so strict on these restrictions now is because they're hoping that by the 50th, maybe things will quote unquote be back to normal. Um, But I mean, I really hope, I really hope they're open for the 50th. I mean, obviously it'll be nuts capacity wise, but I mean, everyone has worked so hard and it's a big accomplishment. And so I feel like if they don't get that, it's going to be pretty sad. I'll say this, and this has kind of been my opinion on it as I've thought about it leading up to this. I don't think the 50th anniversary is just going to be for those last couple months of 2021. Now, A, because they have said that. They have said that this is not going to just be some short celebration. As with most celebrations, it's going to go at least about a year and a half typically is about as long as they normally, I guess, do it. But especially given the state that just the world is in, I think they will go really, really hard for that 50th date in October. And then maybe not back off, but they're going to save a lot of their bigger celebration things for 2022. I really think that. I I agree. I think we've seen in the Disney news that Tron has stopped its development. Now that they've kind of gotten the outside portion done, they have closed shop. They're going to stop for a while. And I don't think they're going to pick that up until late, late this year. And it will not be open again until 2022. Same with Guardians. I know there's a lot of different reports that maybe it's going to open late 2021. I think that's kind of a pipe dream at this point. I really do. I think both of those are going to open in 2022 when they're hoping they can get more people into the parks, when they're hoping more people are going to be willing to come. And hopefully when this whole thing is behind us, you know, with the with the virus and we have a vaccine that works and people can get it and not have to worry about it anymore, at least as much as they are now. And I really think that's what's going to happen. I think we're going to see the 50th stretch for as long as they want to make it stretch. I think there's going to be a lot of really cool things that they do to try to encourage people to come this year when it's first starting. But I think they're really saving all of their chips. They gotta milk it. Yeah, I think they're gonna they save. I think they're gonna save the best parts of it for actually 2022, and that's all the fun rides and and stuff. 
And I saw one video that said probably the biggest thing you might see this year is the new Epcot show, Harmonious. That might be the only thing that really happens this year, but I'll still be kind of surprised if that opens on time later this year, just because like you said, it's going to be kind of nuts capacity wise because everybody's going to want to be there. Or do you really feel comfortable packing a bunch of people in Epcot every night to watch a new show? So I think that'll be interesting. But speaking of like shows and stuff, Cheyenne, we, you know, everybody who's listened before knows I love the shows. I love the live entertainment and we've kind of been without that for a while, but there's been a lot of testing, lots of firework testing, lots of things like that. Cheyenne, do you think we will see those things return at some point? I hope so. Cause I still like, I have not seen, I've not been able to experience all the shows. Like I got to see one, the old Epcot one and the one in Hollywood studios. Like I've never seen like the one in, um, animal kingdom. I've never seen the lion King. Um, and so I personally, I really want all of that to come back because I feel like it is part of that magic. But again, like I'm not someone who goes for the fireworks, if that makes sense. Like if the, since the fireworks aren't there, my trip's not ruined. Yeah. And that's how I've felt about like the fireworks and stuff. Like I haven't really cared about that as much as I have the, like the live shows, like I've mentioned before, but to be completely honest, and I hate to say this, I think outside of whatever they're going to do for the 50th, like a parade or something or whatever, I don't think those shows are coming back anytime soon. And I would hate to say maybe not forever, but they've already scratched off from what I've seen. They have removed Festival of the Lion King and Finding Nemo from the maps at Animal Kingdom. They really? cut them off. That's what a report I saw said. Now, of course, I have not been to Disney and gotten an actual physical map in a while. So I don't I can't confirm if that's true. But from what I've heard, they have scratched both of those off the maps. And I mean, it could be one of those things where they scratch it off. So that way people aren't asking, like, where's the festival of the Lion King? And they're like, no, sorry, we don't have that right now. And that's very much true. I, I think that could be a reason why they do that. But I also think they just are not in a rush to bring these things back. Which is surprising to me. Yeah. Obviously it's important to have the rides going and, you know, all of that stuff. But I feel like the shows and the fireworks and like the parades, like even now they're not doing like the quote unquote parades anymore. They're doing those like drive by caravans. Like, it just doesn't... I would think that that's a pretty big part. Well, it's such a big staple for so many people's trips. And and look, I don't blame you if you don't want to come to Disney without those things. But I will say this. There is a family that I know, and I won't name them or anything, but they, at first, you know, were like, "Uh, you know what, we don't know if our kids will want to go just because, you know, they won't get to do those same character interactions or the fireworks of the shows. Well, for Christmas, they gifted their kids a trip to Disney for spring break. And they're like, look, we just just can't, we just can't keep holding on or we can't keep holding off anymore. Like we just want to go back. Like if you really love it and we've been saying, I know a lot of people have been saying this for a long time. If you really, really love it, I mean, it's just worth going, even if it, it really is. even it's if that's magical. not. Yeah, it's still the same level of magic. And and I know it's hard to think about those things not being there. But at, at one point, it's just the reality. I mean, we all kind of have to be in, you know, like this is the way the park is, is right now. And so, you know, if you really love Disney, I think you will absolutely love being in the parks, even without those shows. So, but I don't expect those to come back in 2021, honestly, except for whatever they're doing for the 50th anniversary. And I don't even know if they do a parade or something for the 50th, 
how long that will last. Like I said, I think they're going to save all their biggest chips for 2022. And they're just going to kind of lay off the gas pedal, so to speak, with the big things for this year, except for that day in October when it's the actual 50th anniversary. That's just kind of where my my thoughts are. And I think Disney, even in their 50th year, will also have to weigh what other things they want to do going forward into the next couple of years. And the biggest thing right now, Cheyenne, that I think a lot of people are also noticing is still gone is the fast passes because that's something. I was going to ask you about those. Is that something that, you know, everybody uses? You know, it's not like the dining plan. And some people have asked about the dining plan, like when's that coming back? But not everybody usually forks out the money for the dining plan. Yeah. But fast passes are things that are available to all guests on Disney property, whether you're just showing up for the day or you're staying for a week. Fast passes are available to everybody and they are still not here. So Cheyenne, when you when you hear that, what are kind of your thoughts about the fast pass system not being there right now? I ain't mad about it. Cause I feel like fast passes are just like believe me, I love having a fast pass. But watching those people who have that fast pass like go right in front of you hurts your soul. So like I wouldn't be devastated if they got rid of the fast passes and just use those fast pass lines right now. They're using them as like disability um, accessibility points like for people who need to get on the ride faster or for people who are, you know, having those health issues like they're in a wheelchair or they have crutches um, but I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't be super upset if they didn't bring the fast passes back because I feel like it just complicates the line. This was actually something I thought we might disagree on, but I actually wholeheartedly agree with what you just said. You changed my thinking because I used to be like, yeah, fast passes are great. And then like going to the parks after they got rid of the fast passes, I'm like, oh snap. These lines move so much quicker and it just feels more organic. So well, you've changed and you made me a better person. <laughs> well, I try to do the best I can, but I, from what I've actually been told by people who work at Disney, the ratio for letting people on the ride. So if you don't know, this is how the fast pass works. You get one, you do kind of get to quote unquote skip to the front of the line. You're pretty much going in a faster line, but cast members have a certain ratio that they work off of. And I don't remember exactly if it's people or parties. I'm pretty sure he said parties though, when I heard him talk about this, but the ratio for fast passes is like seven fast pass parties to one standby party. So that means for every seven fast pass parties they are letting on they are letting on one family or party that is in standby and that is why you get the outrageous lines like cheyenne mentioned that you see is because the the system is flawed the system is messed up and you know i can guarantee you if disney switched it to a system where you had to pay to do it nobody would want it nobody would want it. Some- and I believe that's how a lot of other theme parks do it. Like Universal and Six Flags, they, if you want to skip the line, quote on, like you want to skip the line, you pay for it. Absolutely. That is how those things work. And I think with Disney, as with a lot of things, you know, Disney park goers, especially avid goers, get so spoiled by some of the things that Disney has included that like Cheyenne just mentioned, that most theme parks don't that I think there would be a major uproar if they made the fast pass system an exclusive perk that you had to pay for. But of course, you know, like here's the deal we're in. Disney has a lot of parks and a lot of them are kind of struggling. Let's just be completely honest. They've had to close and reopen multiple shops outside of Florida. Disneyland is still not open, but 
what better way to make money than off of a service that will quote unquote help people get to the front of the line? Well, I didn't even think about it like that because obviously the limited capacity and all that, I don't, I think they're going to get rid of the limited capacity as soon as they possibly can. Cause I think that's where they're losing the most money is that they're having to turn people away. And so if they could find a way to monetize fast passes, I think they should and could jump on it. Well, here's the thing. I don't think they're having to turn people away. I get what you're saying with the limited capacity, but from everything I've seen in kind of their biggest weekends being those three day weekends where you can get a lot of locals to the park. Disney's pretty flexible with the crowd levels. They just kind of upped it a little bit for the anticipating the holiday rush. And I haven't heard too many stories of like people just being like, oh, I got kicked out, you know, like, oh, I, you know, we walked up and they were like, sorry, you got to go home or anything like that. I do agree with you that they want to get rid of the limited capacity as soon as possible. They want to, they want to pack more people into that park than what they're allowed to. But at the same time, I think they're just, just really, really lucky and feel grateful for all the guests who walk in as is. And so, you know, they're just lucky that they still get to have people in the parks. They're just lucky that people are coming and spending money there. But when you can try to get more money out of those people that are coming, because right now the people that are coming are more of those quote unquote diehards, then you're going to look for any avenue you can to try to get more. Is it, does it sound kind of greedy? Yes. Is this what they're doing? We don't know. This is just my opinion. This is just what I'm throwing out there. But I hate the fast pass system. I have for a long time. And I don't think it should exist ever again in any form, whether you're paying for it or not. I don't think it should ever, ever come back. And I'm hoping Disney sees that people are a lot happier by not having it right now. Disney, listen up. Yeah, like, I don't think this should exist at all. But I'll get off my soapbox now. We've talked about this one (laughs) for quite some time. But, you know, I did mention Disneyland kind of in that rant, Cheyenne. And Disneyland is still not open. We are going to be approaching in a couple months. If it does not open within the next couple months, we're going to be at almost a year since Disneyland has opened the doors to let people into the parks. Now, People have been allowed back on Disneyland property to go to like Buena Vista Street to get some food at Disney California Adventure. They've been allowed to go to downtown Disney, but actual Disneyland parks and rides have not operated in almost a year. And that is just absolutely insane. And so, Cheyenne, I want to think about here when we think Disneyland if will Disneyland reopen this year and you know, will it make it to that year mark? Cause the, the whole game that we're playing is just a bunch of what ifs. And so I, I really and truly think that Disneyland will try its best, but I don't know if they're going to be able to open up again this year. Um, it might be that the Disney corporation puts more focus on Disney world and like getting them open for their 50th, or it could be one of those things where, you know, a couple months down the road, the vaccine's out and it's like this miracle shot and everybody like, it's all perfect. And they get to open, you know, before the end of the year, like there's, there's no way of knowing, but in my optimistic personality, I want to say yes, that they're going to open. Everyone's going to get hired back. Like we're finally going to get our shows and our fireworks and Disneyland is going to be up and running fully. Like that's what I want to say. Yeah, I think Disneyland for sure. Now I'll go, I'll put my money in the bank for this. I think it will definitely open at some point this year. Will I give a definite timeline? Maybe not, but I think summer of this year would be the ideal time for them to reopen. And for one thing in particular that 
gives me that this thinking as to they're really going to try to do this is Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus has been announced to be opening this summer. And I don't think they announced that without having even a glimmer of hope that they can reopen that park. It wasn't an accident or a mistake. They purposefully chose that day. Yes. That time, I guess. Yes. And and maybe it is just wishful thinking on their part. Maybe it is just them throwing out some bait. So maybe people are trying to, you know, trying to reel some people back into the idea of coming back to Disneyland. But they've announced that. They've also announced, I don't know if you saw this, Cheyenne, that they've remodeled their Snow White ride. I did not see that. So it went from Snow White's Scary Adventure to Snow White's Enchanted Wish. Wow. There's a video up on YouTube that kind of helps walk you through the attraction. And I would highly suggest checking it out from Disney Parks because it looks really, really cool. And it looks really, really well done. And honestly, I'm kind of jealous about how their dwarves look because it looks a little bit better than the ones that are in the mine train ride right now, just a little bit. But I think they don't do those things without, like I said, I don't think they do it without knowing there's a really strong chance that they're going to open the doors to Disneyland again. They wouldn't be preparing these big things and putting so much work into them because they're pretty much almost done with Avengers Campus. Like the progress on that looks really cool. And they're done remodel, And a lot of people didn't even know they were remodeling the Snow White ride. Like that just kind of came out of nowhere that they were just like, oh yeah, here it is. So I don't think you do that without having, like I said, that that split second of hope that you can open that park this year. So I say Disneyland does reopen. I put a strong yes on it. I just don't put a strong yes on when. So, but any more thoughts on Disneyland, Cheyenne, before we move forward? I want to go so bad. I just, they have all this cool stuff. And even if I might not like it as much as I like um, Disney World, I still want to go and be able to experience it. Along with all of the parks, Shanghai, Paris, I want to go to all of them. Yes. And let's hope that eventually traveling reopens itself and we get those opportunities to do that once again, because I too have dreams of going and seeing other Disney parks than just the ones that are in the United States would love to do that at some point, but who knows, but we'll start to kind of wind down here, Cheyenne and and wrap it up. And let's give us, let's give our listeners some thoughts on what we're excited for with Disney in 2021. I know Cheyenne, you've written down a few things. So go ahead and tell us about some of those things that you are just really, really excited for in this new year with, with Disney. Yeah, I'm really excited. There's a new bakery opening in Disney Springs. I can't remember what it's called though. It's it's Gideon's Bakehouse. Gideon's Bakehouse. Yes. Like I, I don't always have a sweet tooth, but if I'm going to have a sweet tooth, it's going to be at Disney. And just the idea of new during this time that they are still finding ways to expand and like bring new stuff in is very exciting. And so I can't wait. Like I love Disney Springs. Obviously I'm super excited for this new restaurant. Yeah. That's one that I know a lot of people are just really, really excited about. And it had a soft opening and it was really, really popular and they shut it back down. And a lot of people were kind of, you know, wondering why did they do that? But I think they just wanted to test the waters a little bit. Yeah, I read something that said that they did their soft opening and they got great response. And so now it's almost like they're like going to rewatch you know how like football, like sports will rewatch the gameplay and like see where they can do better. Yeah. They said that they are going to try and make the best experience you can possibly have. And honestly, I'm not mad about it. No, absolutely. I think it's going to be a great addition to the Disney Springs area. And I think it's going to, you know, be an interesting place to go and visit and get some really 
good cookies, obviously, and other baked goods that they have there. I've heard it's a really popular spot. There's multiple locations uh, or there's at least one other location that's very, very popular. And so the fact that Disney Springs gets it is really, really cool. Well, one thing that I'm super excited about for Disney in 2021 is just to kind of see how the parks evolve this year. So I'm planning to go at least a few times this year, and I'm hoping to see every time I go something new kind of pop up that I haven't seen before. I'm planning a trip in April. I don't know if the Remy ride will be open yet in Epcot, but I'm kind of hoping on a pipe dream that I'll be able to ride that ride. I need them to open that now. I can't wait another second. I'm super stoked for it. And I'm hoping that, you know, I get to, but just more so than anything else, I'm just really hoping that every time I go to Disney this year, it's that same high level of experience that I've had before. I expect more people to be there, but I'm just hoping that every time I go, I see a little bit more happening there and some new things that I didn't get to see before that just add more to my experience. Cheyenne, do you have anything else on your list that you're excited for? Um, I really, I really want our cast members and our shows back. That was like number two on my list because again, I haven't been able to experience those things yet. And so I want them to come back obviously for their own sanity and their peace of mind and their job. But also selfishly, I want to see the Lion King. I want to see Nemo. I want all of that stuff. And then the other thing I had on my list was less Disney parks related and more Disney the corporation related. Um, so obviously last year they put Hamilton on Disney+. And I want to see more musicals on Disney+. Plus. Like the idea that a very select few number of people are going to like, they're going to buy these tickets and go to Broadway, New York. Like only a few people are going to be able to see this like Hamilton or wicked or um, be more chill or any of those musicals that people spend so much time on kind of makes me sad. Like, I think everybody should be able to enjoy those, especially once they're off Broadway. And so that's something that I, that's on my 2021 wish list is that they put more musicals, more, hard to experience things on Disney plus. I I think that's a good thing to hope for. You know, everybody's got their taste and things that they like to see and experience. And if that's something that you want, then I think, you know, I have no judgments here. I love me a good musical. I don't know if I'm necessarily as passionate about that as you are, but Hey, look, if you like it, you like it and you want more of it. So Disney, hey, you know, maybe help Cheyenne out a little bit. Put some... Since you're listening, the entire Disney Corporation. Yes. We know how you run. We know you got to make that money. We respect the hustle. Give me more musicals. Yes. Give give the musicals <laughs> on get the musicals on to Disney Plus. And, and I do also think you made a good point about the live shows too. Even though like I said, I don't expect those to come back in 2021. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'll be disappointed if they do somehow work their way back into the rotation. I I would be absolutely ecstatic. It is kind of more of a pipe dream, but I think it's something that, you know, could play into the cards a little bit, but really the thing I think guys I'm most excited about for 2021 with Disney at least is diving a little bit more into this whole travel agency thing, helping people plan Disney vacations. As of the time of this recording, I've officially gotten my first two clients on board and that has, and that has just been super fun to get to help people and to, you know, plan out trips. One group who has never been to Disney world has only been to Disneyland. And then another group who has been to Disney World before, but, uh, you know, obviously hasn't gone since all these changes and wanted just to see, you know, what kind of experience they could have this time. And so just helping them and and doing all that has been super awesome. And I'm going to add something kind of towards the end of the show of some ways that you can reach out to me if you're interested in going to Disney in 2021. 
there are some awesome promos going on right now. And I would love to help you plan those things. Look, that's just something I'm excited about is helping more people go to Disney and helping them experience a place that I just really, really love, obviously, and enjoy going to. So I'm excited about that. And then I'm just excited to actually go to the parks a couple of times this year. It's been a long time since I've been able to make multiple trips to Disney and I've got a couple in the in the works right now. So just to be able to say I'm going a couple of times this year, I think is, is a really exciting, is a really exciting thing. So, but we have this sweet, sweet podcast. That's like, that's so exciting that we still get to do this and we get to get, bring new content and, you know, just try and cook up some new stuff to talk about each week. But I think that's something very exciting to look forward to is all of the things we have planned yeah absolutely and hopefully we'll get some more we'll get better at you know with our podcasting you know there's always room to grow and to improve with our pretty down pat i can't think of a single issue we have we're getting close but (laughs) i I never like to say perfect so i always like to work for something more but then with vlogging too we're you know hoping to get some more vlogs in some more experiences like that so yeah there's a lot of exciting things going on with disney my way and we're thankful you guys are a part of it and that's going to do it for our show today super glad to be back like we said first episode of 2021 Feels really good to be back on the podcast. We are going to have a new release date now. So if you guys noticed, this came out on a Friday. We're going to start releasing on Fridays now instead of our kind of Monday, Tuesday-ish slot that we had before. We just kind of think a lot of our listeners listen more towards the weekend. So be on the lookout every Friday for a new episode as we dive more into especially Disney parks and just anything Disney we can get our hands on. But until next time, you can follow me on Instagram at Lane the Main or on Twitter at LBV97. I would love to reach out to you. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at DMWPod or on Instagram at Disney My Way Podcast. You can also join our Facebook group if you just look up Disney My Way Podcast. You will find us and we'd love to have you on board because we have a lot of talks there. That's where we put like our survey on and stuff so we can get feedback so we'd encourage you to hop on there and join us and be a part of the conversation and so until next time cheyenne where can our friends find you so you can find me at she underscore y underscore ann on instagram and at cheyenne taylor on twitter all right. Well, that is it for this episode of Disney My Way. Once again, thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope you guys have a magical rest of your day. Please leave us a like and a review on whatever platform you're listening on. So that way we can help grow the show a little bit. And we'll see you real soon. Bye.